0: Yep. Antonio, coach is on the line. A. B. Hey, Coach. Hello. Yo, what's up, coach? What the hell's going on, man? There's a villain all over the news, man. Is Antonio all right? He didn't behave like this before he started getting this like, money. There's something wrong with a B. Antonio Brown has been an absolute embarrassment. i day and my entire life. I mean, I brought you here because you're my favorite guy. I've never seen a guy more and I don't know where you are in your life right now, Austin. All I know is you. You got a lot of things going. There's a lot of people that have an opinion about you, and whether it be good or bad, you're in the spotlight all the time. Hey, it let me see it. Look at Adam Shepard. The Raiders free. Bro- oh! Oh, I'm free. Yes, sir. Grandma, they free me. <laughs> this is Money Line. This is Money Line. This, this is Moneyline on ESPN 975. And on ESPN 975.com. Yeah, we made it. You're just talking. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. 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 Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Vice camera action.
1: Hello, world. Welcome in to Moneyline on a week one NFL Sunday morning and we are turned all the way up in studio with the statistician my partner in grind at Josh Jordan 975 which is where you can find him
2: on twitter josh jordan what's going on jerry we made it man football is finally back it's been a long year i'm excited man this is one of my favorite weekends of the year it's here finally we've been talking about it we the build up
1: But before we even get into all that, the next two hours, behind the glass, rocking it, dropping all the jams, keeping us in line, giving you all the injury, latest news, at Carlson Radios, where you can find them on Twitter. Andrew!
2: Good morning, guys. It's basically a national holiday today, right? Right, it is, man. Some great college football yesterday. Great slate of games coming up today. NFL is back. It's kind of nice, too, with the Texans being on Monday Night Football we can spend a lot more time on, on the gambling and the fantasy stuff of all these other games.
1: 713-780-3776. That's the spot. If you want to talk anything, you heard how we opened up. Antonio Brown keeps making news. And this time, Man. it's something that's going to affect us all. We were It was all fun and games when we were laughing, making jokes. Right, and I mean, I, I'm victim of that, or or I, I, I'm blame me, put it that way. I I, th- I was all fun and games. I'm like, yeah, let's watch it crash to the ground, and then yesterday we get news that in one day that he's released, and then he is picked up by none other than the evil empire that is New England. Crazy,
2: crazy, crazy. Yep. It, it, just like Antonio. Crazy, wow. I mean. You know, I was reading some reports earlier this morning that they they tried to trade for him. The Patriots did, but the Steelers didn't want to send him to a rival, you know, in the AFC and that's why he ended up, you know, going over to Oakland. So now they get him without having to give up any draft picks. They tried to trade him for a one. The Patriots offered a one.
1: Can you imagine that? So then like you said, you, you think about it and you say, Man, we gotta play the Patriots. The Patriots are always giving the Steelers trouble. Right. Why are you going to give him Antonio Brown? You yeah. already know how that goes down. And he goes to the Oak, uh, to, to the Oakland Raiders, which and some people are saying this was all part of a master plan, which I don't believe that one bit. But no. I believe that, you know, word gets out real easy. And he knew in the back of his head,
2: I think the Patriots would take me, you know? Yeah, I think so, too. And, you know, people talk. You, you know, things get around to agents and to other players and – But I really, I don't think this was a master plan. I just think that Antonio's a a pain in the ass. And eventually, I mean, what do you do if you're Mike Mayock and, you know, your player tries to fight you and starts calling you certain words? And I'm not going to get into all that, but, you know, you have to look like you're the authority figure in the the organization, right? Like you can't just let a player treat you like that or they're all going to treat you like that. So he drew a line in the sand, and you heard all the you know the stuff with Gruden. We played some of it, and him taping him, and you know putting that video together. Like you could tell, Gruden was he's getting tired of it. He was ready. You have to put your foot down you at do. one point. You have
1: and to. the The Raiders were protecting themselves when they gave him that fine, and then yep. we talk about fine print in in the contract, and that would basically left them on a week to week basis kind of type thing. Yep. Nothing of that guaranteed, and Antonio Brown wasn't having that. And he knew in his mind that uh, somewhere along the lines, he knew that the Patriots would
2: be there quick, and it happened quick. It, it, I was shocked. Like, you know, I was checking out Twitter a lot of the day, and I was of the opinion that I didn't think anybody'd sign him for a while. You know, I just, I mean, he looks crazy, and he, you know, I don't, I don't know if it feels like he's worth it. But of course, the Patriots smart, right? They get him on a one year deal, so they, you know, if if it doesn't work out, see you later you know, Belichick's not going to put up with that crap. You no, know,
1: and Antonio Brown knows that. Yeah. So right now it's a time that he acted a fool because he knew that he could do that with the Oakland. And at the end of the day, he didn't respect that. And once being in that locker room, he probably thought, man, this is a joke, yeah. being around Carr. I and mean, this is a joke. So he lost respect for that. But going into that... Patriots locker room, you know, right off the top when you walk in, you, that Brown doesn't mean anything. Antonio Brown, yeah. the name doesn't mean anything, and anything you did doesn't mean anything. But I'm, I've got confidence that if anybody can tame that guy, it is Billy and we see we saw an old or around the same age, uh, Randy Moss go there and right. be brilliant. So you know, I thought about it. Do you think Tom Brady? You know, usually your quarterback calls you, and they're like, "Hey, welcome yeah. to the team." After what he did to Gruden, you know Brady wasn't gonna risk that. Like I'm not gonna call him. I'll see him when I see him, and then we'll have like a private thing. Like hey, I got your back. Like you're going through a lot of things. Boom. But imagine Brady calling him and be like, hey man, welcome. And he'll be recording it. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no chance. Brady's doing no that. No chance.
2: And he's he's Tom Brady. He doesn't have to call anybody, you know, like that's his it's team. It's
1: football season. You're not going to put out your uh, Brady accent? Doing t- t-
2: t- t- <laughs> old, old Tommy? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's football, it season. football you, season. You can go ahead and do it now. <laughs> I'll give you a little taste right there. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn on this because I don't think it's going to last. Like Randy Moss, you know, if you talk to a lot of his coaches, he was one of the smartest players they ever had on a team. You know, he was a brilliant guy that was just kind of a diva. I think Antonio Brown is a real, legit, crazy person. You know what I mean? But is he football smart, though? That's what we're talking about here because... It wasn't smart giving $30 million away yesterday. Let's say in between the lines. I mean, I think he's a good player, and when he's focused, I guess. Because but-
1: remember, Chad Johnson couldn't even get acclimated to that playbook. Right. And, and he was supposed to be – I guess he was better athlete than he, what he was at learning the actual X's and O's. Because once he went there, and not X's and O's, the system that the patri- Patriots run, is it's particular. You right. know? So he couldn't pick it up really well. What's to say, Antonio Brown? But in between the lines, we know what it can be. That's why – what examples is this set? This, this is you know. Whenever you let a kid get away with something, then you see the other kids do it. So that's why people set examples, and you and you set sure. you set the guidelines. What happens going forward? What do people? What are players going to do? What happened when Le'Veon Bell held out, and, and then and then he got the way he wanted? Now you see other other running backs Clowney. doing the same thing. clowning now Clowney forcing his way out, getting forcing his way out. So what is going to happen going forward in the next five ten years? I'm scared to see what's going to happen because the pay players got
2: leverage. They do. I think in this next collective bargaining agreement, Owners are going to clamp down on this stuff. They have to. It's going to get out of hand. It's going to get out of
1: hand. And let's go right on to the uh, the HRMP listener line right now because we got Chris on hold. He wants to talk Antonio Brown. And I'm curious to see what everyone out there in Houston's got to say and anywhere because we got listeners all over the nation. 713-780-3776. If you're listening in right now, you want to get in your words on Antonio Brown, the lines are open. Chris, what's going on? You're on Monday line. All
0: right. Happy football day, guys.
1: Hey, happy football day to you, my man. What can we do for you?
0: All right, man, let me paint you a picture. I have DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Brown, and David Johnson as my top three stars. Someone offered me James Conner straight up for Antonio Brown right now, and I'm debating
2: taking
1: it because Antonio Brown's just so – volatile man it could be a huge ceiling but the floor could be the basement with this guy so what are y'all's opinions on that
2: oh i'd do that in a second
1: me Uh, too man jump on that quick before that guy before that guy gets to moving anything because he's overreacting it's and it's tough don't get me wrong it's not like we're just saying but connor's in that in that offense that he's basically taking that Le'Veon bell role, and he showed last year Yeah, I can handle it. And weeks one through ten, just put it this way, before he started having all those injuries, week one through ten, he was the PPR running back three overall. And if you can get an RB3 that catches like that, you got to run with it. If you can get a top five running back like that, they don't come all the time. Those are the guys that you, you have to draft early if you get an early draft pick. Take it, run with it, don't worry about Antonio Brown, and we'll just pray
2: that that works out, man. Yeah, I think that'll work out. The other thing to keep in mind is Antonio's got to share catches with Josh Gordon, with Julian Edelman. You know, it's not just going to be him. And to your point, that offense takes a while to pick up. And, you know, you talked about Chad Johnson. He had an off season and it didn't work out. Antonio's coming in week two. So... You know that that's there's a lot of unknowns there where James Conner feels more like a something you know what he is. If he's healthy, he's a he's a top five fantasy running back. So you do that. Let me give you a wild stat here and a
1: credit to Albert Breer. In 2013, Josh Gordon led the NFL in receiving yards. Antonio Brown was second, Demarius Thomas was fourth. That same year, Brown was second in catches, Julian Edelman was fourth. All four of those guys are not Patriots.
2: <laughs> Think about that. And they got Thomas kind of back on the cheap because they cut him and then re-signed him. So, man, Belichick, he's not messing around. You know, he does exactly what's the best for that team. And if you don't like it, beat it. 713-780-3776. 713-780-3776. Get all your calls in.
1: If you have a specific fantasy question, like a starter cinema question for your specific team, we will have a segment dedicated to that. So if you have that kind of question, hold that off. We're going to open up the lines. We'll, we'll let you know a few segments ahead so you can get that ready. And we'll take all your stardom cinema questions. If you have anything else as far as gambling, we're going to hit up. Uh, basically, if you haven't listened to the show, if you're new to the show, you didn't get us last year during football season. It's about to move completely different during off season we had a little bit of funnies we laughed we did our thing we, we we touched off season news but right now we're in the we're in the meat and potatoes as yeah. they say so we 're going to get through these games we're gonna we're going hit them x amount of games per sec segment we're going to hit them from a fantasy level we'll hit them from a gambling level we'll tell you where the action's going on we'll give you a little bit of everything then somewhere in between all those games we're going to get into money on my mind that 's a segment where I give out a few picks that i'll be personally playing on and then that the rest of that segment josh does a Do you want to get flexy segment? Basically, it's him giving you flex plays, not just everybody knows that Dalvin Cook's going to be that guy. He's going to be the high zone guy. He's giving you guys that maybe are a little bit off the grid that you're thinking, hey, I got that guy on my bench or hey, I'm on DFS right now. I'm on DraftKings and I'm going to rock with him today. So rock with us today on a Sunday. It's a happy Sunday, football Sunday, and we're going to make some money. We're going to make some drafts or or we're going to make some good draft picks on our DraftKings. We're going to do it all together on a Sunday morning here on Moneyline ESPN. 97.5.
0: Listening to Moneyline on ESPN 975 and on ESPN975.com. Live from the ESPN 975 studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to
1: Moneyline 713 780 3776. Jump on in. Let's party. It's the first Sunday of NFL football. 713 780 3776. You can also shoot us a the text there. Catch us on Twitch. Anything you miss on Podcast Arena. After the show's over, we will be updating everything on Sports Map. The Bookie Busters will be there, presented to you by my Bookie. It's going to go down today. There's going to be action all over the place, and hopefully that we get on the right side of it.
2: No doubt. So go to Sports Map, like Jerry said, for his Bookie Busters. He's going to update that throughout the day. And my fantasy PPR rankings are up there. So if you you have some start sit questions and you're you know you're you're not sure who to go with, check out the rankings. Maybe that helps you out.
1: Let's go ahead and get this Antonio Brown call out right now. Eric, you're on Moneyline. What's going on? Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Josh. Happy Sunday.
0: I I just thought that with this AB going to the Patriots, I thought Bill already had his hands full with Josh Gordon. So I <laughs> want to get your take on that. And then I was also going to ask you
1: if. The Texans didn't go all in on la mefonso so when Antonio Brown possibly be
2: a Texan today. Thank you guys thanks eric i guess we'll we'll go with the uh, the Patriots thing with Josh Gordon. I just think you know Bill Belichick's good at dealing with these guys if they become a problem they're out so you know, you either, I don't think that's going to work with Bill if Antonio's not showing up for meetings. Or Robert you know, Kraft. Right. You're not going up in there and doing anything. And Antonio Brown knows that well. He does. And his agent, Drew, uh, Drew Rosenhaus, he talked about that he's dealt with Bill Belichick a lot through the years because he used to rep uh, Gronk. So, you know, he's done all those negotiations with Belichick, you know, representing Gronk. So, and he represents Antonio Brown. So I think they'll, look, I think, I don't think it's going to work just because I think. Antonio's bipolar or something or that big hit he got that concussion like knocked him silly I just think he's off and I'm just a dude commenting on that he just seems off to me so I just don't know how long he can keep it together can he keep it together for a season and with Josh Gordon man you know he's not really a, a problem he's just always suspended for pot you know so he should be good to go and plenty mellow too so he should be ready to play and he needs to
1: get some of that pot to Antonio Brown to calm him down. <laughs> he does. 832 on the text line says, Antonio Brown signing with the Pats reminds me of when Paul Gasol got traded to Co- with Kobe. Another championship for certain.
2: You know, it, if Brady stays healthy and doesn't fall off the cliff this year, I could definitely see that happen. And then the second part of that question with Antonio Brown and, and the Texans. And I know you saw that, you know, he followed the Texans on Instagram and you know there were some rumors that he wanted to come here. I just don't see that as a, a Texans type move. You know, I just as I don't. anybody move at no. this
1: point. But if you have to say, where does he go? Who can even like tame this guy? It makes sense that that's the one team. And now that you hear that they were willing to give up a first round pick, yeah. think about that. The Patriots reached out before he went to Oakland. They said, hey, we'll give you a first round pick for Antonio Brown. the the the, the Steelers smartly trying to block that because they know how bad that could have gotten and now how bad it will be. Gladly that he he can't be on the roster for tonight. Imagine if he could have played week one. That would have made for television. Turn off everything. All the power fans out there, I'm sorry, no
2: power tonight. It's strictly football. No doubt about it. It would have been so fun to watch. But they will be talking about it through the whole broadcast. We know that. And I was already locked into this game. How lucky is he, though, man? Yeah. You, t- yeah. Like like uh, Trey
1: the Truth from Houston woke up in a foreign car and fell in love with a Cadillac. And that's what happened here. Yes. He, 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 Now he's riding in a Cadillac. And they're the favorites. Vegas instantly moved them to the top because it was them going back and forth with Kansas City sure. and other couple teams creeping up. Now they're by themselves like they should be. Yeah.
2: I mean – we talked about this last year. I'm not betting against Tom Brady anymore. He's going to have to prove me wrong before I start betting against him. I'm just, I'm not doing it. So now, man, they are loaded. We were worried, how how's the offense going to work with Gronk not there, right, to be in the middle? They could put Antonio Brown and, and Edelman in the middle now to run in the slot. So they're going to be just fine. Well, without further
1: ado, fantasy football season is officially here. So let's rock out Josh, let's get into it now.
2: Alright, let's start getting through the games here. We'll start off with Atlanta and Minnesota. Let's uh let's hit this one I guess from a fantasy perspective first before we go gambling wise. I think Matt Ryan tough matchup here against the Vikings on the road. So typically I have Matt Ryan as like a top 5 type quarterback. I would lower my expectations for him more around like a top 10 kind of guy this week. I just I worry about him a little bit against that tough defense. Julio Jones is just now getting back. That's big news, right? He got his contract, so he's going to be good to go. He's going to play. But he hasn't been getting a lot of work with these guys. But, of course, across the NFL, we didn't even talk about the the Thursday night game that was terrible, right? A lot of sloppy play. Super sloppy. Nobody playing in the preseason. So I think that's going to continue here into week one. So, you know, I'm kind of... Maybe feeling in the under on some games just because of, of what we saw on Thursday night. Especially, you know, pay attention to the teams that didn't play their guys at all in the preseason. You know, the Rams fall into that that category. So keep that in mind. As far as Minnesota, I would say Stephon Diggs, worry, he worries me a little bit this week. He's been dealing with an injury. Soft tissue at that. And he, historically, when he has these soft tissue injuries, he is his splits he, are ridiculous. He doesn't play very well when he's injured. So it, it sounds obvious. Green but. Arrow, Adam Thie- Thielen. Yes, I love Thielen. And I think we need to talk about, too, like what Kubiak's influence on this offense is going to be. He's not the offensive coordinator. I don't know exactly what his title is, but I, I like me some Dalvin Cook. You know, I think we could see this offense kind of operate like the Texans' offense did back in the day when they had Arian Foster. The zone
1: blocking oh, run blocking yes. is what they're going to use. And,
2: you know, you know, Andre Johnson caught a ton of passes, so I think Thielen could be in store for that as well. So I really like Thielen. Really like Dalvin Cook in this matchup. Kirk Cousins, you know, you probably didn't draft him to be your starter, but if you're desperate, I, I think he's okay. Like I said, Matt Ryan, you're probably starting him anyway, but I would lower expectations a little bit. You're starting Julio no matter what um maybe calvin ridley if you know i think he's okay but i don't love him this week i think uh you know julio's got the tough matchup that's for sure but you know you're starting julio jones so i don't know what do you think about freeman that's a it's a tough matchup for him this week as well on the ground against the vikings
1: yeah and the vikings were the sixth best the best team against a run so that that's something but with julio jones and we need to make sure that we know because a lot of people, uh, a lot of defensive backs fall off. And yeah. that's what happened with Xavier Rhodes. People think that he was some lockdown guy. 108th out of 121 guys of PFF last year. That's he, shocking. Exactly. But to your to, to people's point, he always plays Julio hard. It's, yeah. it's weird. Like he always, last time I believe he held him under 60 yards, he plays him hard. But going forward, let's not – Put Xavier Rhodes in that category anymore of he's automatically going to shut you down. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Going forward, Devontae Freeman—he's got Edo Smith, Brian Hill, all of them on his t- on on his tail. Like uh, the pass catching role, who's it going to be on third down? We know that Devontae Freeman could be that, but Ido Smith can be uh, be that as well. Right, and I think he's going to get his volume. For the receivers, the rest of them, Calvin Ridley, it's, it's hard to score as many touchdowns as he did. Yeah. Regression's going to be there for the limited amount of bad balls he was actually catching. So I think that's going to be something we see forward. And I'm just curious to see, like you said, what Gary Kubiak does for the run game in Minnesota. We know one thing. Dalvin Cook's going to be the highest-owned running back in DFS on DraftKings. Go ahead and tally him for 25 30% ownership, even in the big ones. Why? Because... They use them a lot in the pass game. They will. What does Atlanta do? They've led the league back-to-back seasons in p- uh, catches to the running back, receptions yep. to the running back. Why? Because they play a zone type of, of defense. They let, they, they let you catch it underneath, and then they, they collapse. So what is going to happen? Look for Dalvin Cook to have at least seven, eight catches today. Make sure you play him on the props market. Look at Dalvin Cook catches, whatever it's at receptions, over six and a half, seven, somewhere around there. Play it over. Dalvin Cook's going to have a bunch of catches. Yep.
2: And with the back, you know, Calvin Ridley, the, Trey Waynes is not a bad corner. No. So, you know, he's, he's pretty good. So he's going to have his hands full today. And okay, let's look at this from the bet angle here. It looks like it opened at four and a half, uh, Minnesota being the favorite. Looks like right now it's about three and a half, depending on where you're betting it. We always say get it at my bookie, but that's just me and Jerry. But three and a half. Is there a play here? You lean in a certain way with this one?
1: uh, Leaning, not a play. Uh, Atlanta with the points, but everyone else is agreeing with that. 59% of the bets are on Atlanta, 53% of the money. Everyone's leaning Atlanta. Let's move on to the next one, man. That's interesting.
2: All right, here we go. Next up. Washington Philly I think this one could get ugly early so let's I think Carson Wentz comes out has a nice game and this one's moved it's opened up at eight and a half now at 10 is what I'm seeing Philly being favored over Washington I, I like me some Eagles here but I don't know if I'm I'm, I'm going 10 it, it, I, with these big lines early in the season I, it makes me a little nervous Jerry you know like we haven't seen much from these guys and if it's a big line it it concerns me a little bit especially with what we saw the other night with how ugly that that bears game was you know i'm i'm a little tentative week one but everybody is right that that's part of the deal you haven't seen anything yet so let's move on to i think deshaun jackson could be kind of a sneaky flex play this week i I've heard that him and Wentz have been really hooking up with some deep passes in the offseason. And Wentz
1: is quietly one of the most accurate deep ball throwers there is. And what does Deshaun Watson do? The deep ball. I think that's going to be magic this year going forward. Uh,
2: yeah, so I, I like I like Wentz a lot this week. I think I have him number one at quarterback. And uh, the, the other guys I'm looking at too here is like Josh Norman. He usually does a pretty good job on Alshon Jeffrey. So I'm probably staying away from Alshon this week. He's not a guy that I love. Their running back situation is terrifying to me with the Eagles. We don't know who's going to get what. So I would kind of stay away from that and just kind of monitor it. You saw what happened with the Bears the other day. Yes. I mean, they they use three guys a lot. So be careful with that. I mean, I guess you can start guys for Washington if you're kind of desperate as maybe a flex or a number two running back if you went receiver early. I'm hearing that Adrian Peterson may not even be active for this game. So you're going to want to stay away from him. I don't. I mean, there's really nothing on Washington I'm. I'm very excited about. So, you know, with your Eagles, of course, you're starting Zach Ertz. So, Think about the Washington's
1: you know. wide receiver set, and we'll move along quickly. Paul Richardson, Terry McLaurin, and Trey Quinn in the slot. Ugh. Think about that. Word out, Jordan Reed's not going to be playing. Right. Vernon Davis, old school. Old school is going out there. So think about that. Richardson, McLaurin, Trey Quinn, and old school Vernon Davis. That's what you have. And old school Adrian Peterson and a guy that's got a big question mark. Nine and a half, ten points. That's the spread. Traditionally, you think double-digit underdogs, divisional. Yeah. You have to run with those. But in this instance, I think the uh, the Eagles are going to come out and try to pound them. That's yeah. one of those things that they're going to come out and try to put a statement down. You ask yourself, how are they going to protect the Washington Redskins quarterback? How? Because... No, Trent Williams, yeah. And, yeah, and they fill it in with Donald Penn and Eric Flowers. Y'all remember Eric Flowers? He was—he's uh-huh. probably one of the worst left guard in the league. And now he's going to be back there on a team that—that's going to once they get down by fourteen points, ten points, then everybody's going to pin their ear backs and come look for uh, Eagles' defense to create havoc, to create some turnovers. And then this is going to be a blowout. This is a teaser yep. play. Make sure you stick them on your seven-point teasers. If it's at nine and a half, you could get them at two and a half. That's why they're making this line 10 because if you get it at 10 and you tease it to three on a teaser, three, uh, a push usually loses. So that's what it goes from nine and a half to 10. It really should be about a nine and a half point line, but they're, they're using protection, the books to protect themselves for those teasers. That's a little trick out there. Let's, uh, let's go to break real quick, but before we even go there, let's take this one call real quick. Uh, Juan, you're uh you want to talk fantasy and Antonio Brown? Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, so I drafted uh
0: Julian Edelman as a
1: receiver. he was like kind of the highest points guy available at that time in the draft because I got he's my first few picks on top tier running backs. I got Gurley and fournette there um, so do you think uh I know it's not that big of a factor this week because I don't think Antonio Brown's playing uh, but as the season moves forward, do you think I should try and move Edelman early or do you do you see him? having a significant role in fantasy between Gordon and Brown. Edelman is who Brady trusts. And that's something that's hard to gain with someone like Tom Brady. So, if anything, man, I would be using Antonio Brown as trade bait because you have people making dumb decisions right now trying to get around. Don't get me wrong. You can get a really good... It's hard saying, man, I'm going to trade Antonio. You're telling me to trade him right now, and I'm not necessarily saying that. At the same time, what's wrong with rostering both of them? Because... You say, why don't you do that whenever you uh, with, let's say, Juju last year and Antonio Brown? Because they were both really high draft picks. So it made no sense to, to waste two draft picks on two Steeler receivers. But in this instance... You got lucky yeah. to have two guys, and and whatever you spent to get Antonio Brown, I'm sure it wasn't as expensive as as it should be now that he's on the Patriots. So consider yourself lucky. The ball's in your in your field now. You have leverage on everybody because there's if, if however many players on your league right now, more than half of them are are trying to think of a way that they can get Antonio Brown, and they're asking themselves why they didn't draft him. So you have leverage. Go ahead and start throwing out random trades out there with Antonio Brown trades that you're like, man, they ain't gonna take this. I guarantee you're gonna. Have have that one guy that loses week one and two, throw it to him. By week two, he's going to jump on it, and you're going to go
2: ahead and just fill out the rest of your team. No doubt. And with Edelman, I think he just gets even more single coverage now. So I don't think that's a bad thing. So I think you keep rolling with Edelman. I think he'll be fine.
1: Diggs and, and just think about it, Diggs and Thielen both go off and just both, usually people don't really have them both before that reason that they're both hard to draft. But you got lucky, it fell into your lap, and take advantage of it. Take advantage of the rest of this show. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5.
0: five. Feeling so free one more time here's feeling so free we're gonna get it you're listening to money line on espn 97.5 and on espn 97.5.com live from the espn 97.5 studios here's jerry bow And Josh Jordan.
1: Welcome back to Moneyline 713 780 3776. Step right on in. We are in fantasy mode. We're in gambling mode. Week one, NFL Sunday. It's here, and there's no more time to talk about it. So let's get into the next game.
2: Let's do it. All right. Let's get into Buffalo at the Jets. This one, Jets favored by three. Man, I think this one's going to be kind of ugly. I'm probably staying away from this one. Total is at about 41. It's gone up a little bit over the last few days. Um, so let's just let's hit the quarterbacks real quick, Jerry. I, I'm i not feeling either one of these two quarterbacks. I think Darnold could eventually give us something, but I don't love him this week with Robbie Anderson's a little, little banged up. It looks like he's going to play, but Robbie Anderson's going to have a tough matchup with White probably covering him. So I'm staying away from him. Le'Veon Bell, you're starting every week no matter what. So you're, you're you're gonna play him with, you know, with the Jets. Ugh. I don't. Yeah, I'm staying away from Anderson with the Bills. I don't know what they're gonna do with their backfield. They cut Shady McCoy, so it'll probably be a timeshare. So I, I would just try and monitor it. I wouldn't. I'd try not to start any of those guys if I can. So anything else to take away from this one? Well,
1: going forward, a sneaky. Stack that'll be used Josh Allen to John Brown. Right, Josh Allen was the number one quarterback from weeks 12 to 17. He was the yep. QB one, a QB one. Now we know it's because he ran a lot. Yep, we don't know how much of that's gonna exist, but always remember this he had the league's highest rate for 20 uh, plus yard completions downfield 19.7 rate. Who does he have on his team? The Bernard John Brown, John Brown. Yeah, which deep. has a 16-yard average distance of target. Them, too, are going to create havoc on maybe not this week because it's got a low total, but this is sneaky. Don't always look at the high totals like, oh, yeah, that's a 51. That's where I want players off because the key is picking totals that can actually surpass the uh, over-under because then you're beating the projections, if that makes sense. If there's a total of 40, 43 points and you actually think it can go over, then you actually got 46, 48 points, X amount of points however many went over but you exceeded projections and expectations and that's where you find these uh, diamonds in the rough there you have it anything from a gambling angle before we move on U G L Y. you uh you ugly i <laughs> ain't
2: got no alibi let's get out of there all right let's go baltimore going to miami i really like this one this week it looks like the spreads at about seven points i think the ravens are, are gonna crush the dolphins i really like lamar jackson this week let's see miami's quarterback you're not going there Lamar Jackson, I think, could really have a nice game. I think they're going to control the ball a lot in this one. I really like Mark Ingram this week. Um, I don't know. I think you like this game a lot, too, right, Jerry?
1: Yeah, and I'll have a big pick coming up on Money on My Mind segment where we give out some picks. This is one of the main picks of the week, so I don't want to spoil it, but from a fantasy perspective... Everything from the from the Baltimore side, but when do they get off the gas? If they go up 21 points, do they let off the gas some? Um, I don't know. I know that the Baltimore defense is the most expensive defense in on DraftKings this week. The Dolphins offensive line is going to be terrible. terrible. Stay
2: away from Kenyon Drake this week.
1: And then what do we know that Fitzpatrick will do? He'll take... He, he's playing with nothing to lose, so he's going to take chances. Look for a pick six today, somewhere around there. Yeah. I'm looking for something like that. So, Ravens defense, it's expensive in the DFS world,
2: but they're going to. I think they'll get a defensive touchdown tonight. Yeah, I, Fitzpatrick's going to get killed. All right, moving along. Let's go, San Francisco, Tampa. Uh, this isn't exactly the uh, the most sexy game on the schedule here, but we'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, you're starting Kittle, no matter what. Jimmy Garoppolo, hey, Tampa's a pretty bad defense, so you know, in theory, Garoppolo could have a pretty decent game here. But you know, the preseason was not very kind to him. I know he looked better in week three of the preseason, but I'm not loving that. I think maybe Marquise Goodwin is kind of a sneaky play, kind of a a flex in in a deep league. I think you could roll with him. Jameis Winston, I, I think he could do something today. What do you think, Jerry? No, definitely. That's This game
1: screams fantasy goodness to me. It's a sneaky 50-and-a-half point total. So that goes to tell you they're expecting points. But they're expecting a lot of plays. Second and fifth in in plays per game, both of these teams. So they're top five in the league at plays they run. That's what you're looking for. We know that the new Tampa Bay offense is going to have down downfield throws. Yeah, and yeah. we know that San Francisco are ranked 27th in pass defense DVO look for fire up Winston he's gonna be very very highly owned in DFS fire him up fire him, everyone up on the buck side and the pass catchers got uh, Goodwin uh everyone uh yeah, sorry Godwin too sorry yeah. Godwin um He's going to be on everyone's sleeper list today. I looked on projected ownerships. He's going to be in the
2: 30s. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. So that's kind of, you have Goodwin and Godwin in the same game. Yeah, that's why I was like, Goodwin. So, yeah,
1: Chris Godwin is who I'm talking about from Tampa Bay that everyone's, he's been on everyone's sleeper list this year. Now, Goodwin, I don't know on the other side who's going to catch those balls. I'm real curious to see what we see out of San Francisco, but in a game that's going to see a lot of scoring and it's going to have high pace, expect numbers from both sides. And we always used to tell you last year, season the, uh, a little trick we use that people it's easy if once you think of it if one team's projected to score a lot of points then the other team's obviously got to play catch up so why not instead of stacking the team that everyone's going to be on because they got a high projected total yep. stack the opposite quarterback or the opposite wide receiver one and knowing that he's got to chase
2: yep, that's a good point i also like tevin coleman this week i think you can roll with him it's a Shanahan offense. They can run the ball. Even Brita might be okay. Brittle Brita. He's back, guys. All right. Let's, uh, this is a one-point spread here. Do you have a play on either side of this one? I'm liking the over. Yeah. I'm liking the over. I'm leaning that
1: way. It's not an official play, but if you want to touch anywhere here, I think the over. I see a
2: 27-24-ish game hitting right over that 51. Okay. One more. Let's do this real quick before we get out. Kansas City at Jacksonville. I think I'm pretty excited about this one. Should be a great game. Uh, Nick Foles, you're probably not playing him. We'll just start with the quarterbacks. Mahomes, I know it's a tough matchup, but you're playing him every week. So don't worry about that. I think Tyreek Hill, he, he struggled against the Jags last year. So I would you're going to start him, but lower expectations with that tough matchup. I don't really like Sammy Watkins this week. I would get away from him if I could. Um, I think D.D. Uh, Westbrook's a nice play this week. All from, over him. Yeah. So I think uh, that's kind of that's where I'm at. Leonard Fournette, you're playing him every week as well. So... That's kind of your idea for fantasy. Except for Damian Williams, I think he's probably a flex this week because you just don't know how much Shady is going to play or not play. So he's a little risky, and the matchup's not great. As far as a a play this week, Chiefs three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at Jacksonville. You got anything on this one? It's scary because this is one of the highest bet
1: from the public games on the Kansas City side everyone's going to look at last year's box score and say this is when Kansas City put their foot down last year going into everyone started believing in Mahomes early but then when they ran into that Jacksonville matchup early in the season everyone said this is where we're going to see who Mahomes is but we actually got to see who Bortles was and he threw away that game <laughs> yeah. and Kansas City ultimately blew it open and we, I was big on Kansas City on that game I, I won't forget that how it played out but uh Jacksonville surprises the world today. Ooh, really? Jacksonville today, they they can go punch for punch with them now. That new look offense, and they got Fournette back there, which Kansas City can be run on. That's one thing you can do is run on Kansas City. So how do you keep that offense off the field? You run on them.
2: Yeah. No, that's a good point. So should be a good day for Fournette. Interesting. So Jerry thinks they cover. Man, I think this is going to be a good one. It's going to be one of the ones I'm going to go watch some of these games at a sports bar today, and this is going to be one of the ones I'm really focusing on. All right, anything else on this one before we go to break, Jerry? No, that's about it.
1: Everyone listening out there, we're about to have our Stardom sit segment. Two segments for now. Let's call it 11, 12, 11, 15. That segment right around then. Go ahead and line them up. We're going to fire up the pick segment. Money on my mind coming up here soon. We got a lot more Texans talk because we got to get into them. They play it Monday night. Oh, yeah. There's a big game in the Big Easy. And we got some money to make on that game. That's one, if not my biggest bet of the week on that game. And you're going to hear it next. Coming up on Monday line, ESPN 97.5.
0: listening to Moneyline on ESPN 975 and on espn975.com live from the ESPN 975 studios here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan welcome back to Moneyline welcome back to My
1: House in My House we play at My Bookie and the Sharp Report is brought to you by MyBookie.ag biggest lopsided bets in Vegas right now Lopsided bet percentages. So this is ticket counts. Baltimore is getting 79% of the bets. Kansas City at minus three and a half, 73% of the bets. Detroit, 71%. LA Rams, Seventy one percent. You look at lopsided money. This is what you want to be on because this is the bigger bets. You rather be on the bigger bets, not the more tickets, because that's what make you on the public side. Most lopsided money, Baltimore. They're not only getting tickets, they're getting money. They lead the way at 83 percent of the money. Houston, Houston Texans, if you're listening out there. Everyone's listening, obviously, because 74% of the money being bet on that game is on the Texans' side at seven points. That's very, very wow. interesting. Now, what you want to know here is, though, where games have the biggest differences in money and and uh, bet percentages and bet tickets, because that's going to show you the sharp bets. Leading the way, Carolina was moved down from plus two. It's gone down to one. Now some places pick them. Some places still have it at two. If you can get it at two, two's a dead number. Move it down to pick it and rock it it like that. If you can get it for whatever reason at two and a half, buy the hook and make it three. I think Carolina shows up big and proud at home today with that Super Bowl hangover that the Rams will have. And that will be on money on my mind. But to round out the biggest discrepancies of money and difference, Carolina, Houston, 21%. In difference in money bet and tickets, the Sharps are on Houston, the Giants. Remember, what looks ugly is what what what, what professionals like in gambling because that's what people don't want to buy. And the Pittsburgh Steelers at five and a half, and that again was brought to you by my bookie. Why? Because that's where I like to gamble. Where do you gamble at, Josh? My bookie. Where else? Because football season's here, and we like to bet, win, and get paid. And that's the exact reason why I'm there. Last year, we knew, and you know, I even made it public about some troubles I had with with other books. Yep. And that's before you know. I had other other books in my life. This is like a relationship I had other books before the show and then but my bookie came into my life and I and I and I I I didn't want to be all the way faithful <laughs> okay, I wasn't faithful out there, so I added it into my relationship, my collection of relationship with books. But I quickly realized that it was my bookie that was loyal to me, that lo- that wanted to make me happy. And why? Because they offer all types of things. Props. We're talking about live bets. Live betting is one of the biggest weapons you can have. If you don't like a spread or if you missed it early in the week and now it went to seven and a half and you wanted it at seven, why not wait to bet it live? That's what I'll be doing all day today whenever I get home drive. Here it's about a forty-five minute drive to the house. Right when I get there, I'm popping off live bets for the Bookie Buster. So make sure that you go to mybookie.ag. You use promo code Radio. You'll get double your money. So if you deposit five hundred, they're going to give you five hundred, and that's up to a thousand dollars if you use promo code Radio. That's mybookie.ag.
2: Promo code Radio. Play, win. You get paid. My bookie. That's it, guys. My bookie, that's where you go to get down on your gambling, on your player props, everything. And that's what's cool, too. We started doing this last year. You use fantasy to, to bet on player props, you know, on uh, receptions. I know you had one on Allen Robinson the other night, right? Exactly. And, and using using exactly what you said, your fantasy
1: knowledge, and you think to yourself, okay, I know Allen Robinson's an eight or nine target at least guy. I think he'll see at least that this game which, boom, you saw that happen, and then you say, okay, he usually catches his cash percentage is over a 50%. Obviously, he's about like a 70% yep. catch guy. So numbers tell you that he should have about five and a half, six catches. The number was set at four and a half. Thank you, my bookie, for blessing
2: us with this steak last night, and the rest is history. We cashed. That's it. You cash. And I think Will wants to cash this week. He's got a fantasy question for us. What do you got for us, Will?
0: Hey, fellas. Good morning, man. I, I I know I might jump the gun a little bit
1: uh, on your picking sessions, man. But I'm, I'm outside the church house, man. And, and <laughs> I, before I go in, I try to set my liners for 11 o'clock, so I don't look back down. So I had a quick question for you guys. Well, why well, I got a running back situation and with Geis and and uh, my my man Matt Bretter. uh What wh- which one would you guys go for?
2: Man, that's it's in the same range. Do you have a a lean on that one, Jerry?
1: Man, that's such a good one there. But I think Geis is going to break himself open today from the crowd. Now, the only thing that scares me is the game script. Because if it turns into a blowout in that Washington game, do we see Chris Thompson more on the field? And that's what scares me. And uh, where does Adrian – but we heard that AP is not 100, so – where does he fit into the scheme? I got to go guys, there because I think that they're going to, they want him to be that guy and they're going to give him the chances. Now can Washington hold this game within 10 points to, to make sure that he doesn't get scripted out because Breida over there, he's also, you have a tough one because he's also got some guys to go up against. And I feel like they want Tevin Coleman to be the guy. And I think that he, he's familiar with the Shanahan thing. He he knows those systems. So I look for, I think Coleman's going to they're the guy they're going to try to push. But I also think that the other guy you, have have is a the guy that's gonna push so you might as well take the front runner from it.
2: Yeah, I've got I've got them actually back to back in my rankings, but I've got guys ranked higher, so I would I would start guys. And, okay. It-
0: what about Austin Eggler and Marlon Mack for my flex?
2: man i would i would go with eckler i think he's gonna have a big game
1: i'm all over it with you as well eckler the 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 colts they do that same thing that uh that falcons do they play like a zone type defense they let you catch it underneath and then they go to you so if you got a ppr eckler's gonna be that guy they want him to be that guy and i think eckler has a big game Man, i appreciate you fellas man i love you guys knowledge man y'all keep it up
2: man all right thanks will good luck this week man there you have it. See, Jerry, we're helping people out before they're going into church. They're and the Lord set their said, said,
1: there shall be
2: fantasy today, September 8th, and there shall be winners. Proceed. No doubt about it. What, what a great weekend. I'm so excited. And I'm glad that he brought up Eckler. I'm really high on him this week. We'll get into some of the players that we really like in one of these later segments. But I like Eckler this week. I just I think he's going to be the guy. Phillip Rivers typically gets off to a really fast start for fantasy. He usually plays really well early in the season. I don't think that'll be any different this time. So I really like Rivers this week. And to go along with, I really like Eckler. I think he's a good play.
1: 15 to 20 touches is what I'm projecting for Eckler. And what scares me from the... Uh, charger side is That their offensive line Has got many problems yeah. We know that Okun's gone And they've had they, They're they're playing Musical chairs themselves Like the team here In hometown They're doing that So whenever you have That problem And you look for Who they're going to Dump him down too quick Who's he going to use As a check down Safety valve That's Eckler yes. So look for him To take advantage Of that zone type defense That the Colts run Underneath in a PPR Eckler's going to have At least five, yeah. six, seven catches So if you're out there Looking at my bookie Look up Eckler's Reception count Because he's going to surpass that as well if you could get around
2: that six and he's pretty affordable on DraftKings at 5500 this week 5500 yeah. in comparison like Dalvin cook's 6000 so i really like those two at my running back spots because they're affordable and I, I think they're both gonna have a big game big game
1: is what we are gonna break down next money on my mind we're gonna get flexi coming up on money line we're halfway there josh <laughs> give Let's it a shot go you listen to Moneyline ESPN ninety 97.5